the ultimate deck podcast need a show about outdoor living this is where it's at with your host shane chapman and way Red. thank you for tuning in now let the show begin the ultimate deck podcast let's go welcome back to round two of the ultimate deck podcast with wade and shane at the pool spa patio deck expo 2022 las vegas at the yeah they missed that word missed opportunity back here at the owens corning booth with the wear deck family and Wood bullying. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say my name for me. I was, I okay. was, but then like you looked yeah. at me and I looked at you and we got lost in each other's eyes. And yeah, so, nice pause, pause we got, opportunity. We got wood bully here at the booth. So how you Excellent. doing? How you doing, man? You been around the show a little bit? Yeah, I've been walking around looking at all the ugly faces, and I am happy to be here. Found the ugliest ones here. Um, yeah, I'm just excited about all the new technology and all this industry stuff that's uh, getting me excited about bringing it home and uh, making sure that my projects are different and better than everyone else's. And that's why we come to these things, right? Just okay. to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Working on being more amazing. Yeah, what do they call it? Research and development. Yes, R&D. R&D, yeah. I never, I, yeah, that's sure. a lot of words. Nobody that's, actually says we research and yeah. development. Yeah, you guys went to a four-year school, that's fine. You say stuff like that, I don't talk like that. <laughs> We don't do that here. Uh, we Shane had, went to an 11-year school, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It turns out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we got Jimmy Ware here from Owens Corning. Now, is that weird to be like, you're from Owens Corning? Uh, yeah, I say uh, Owens Corning Ware Deck. That's my voicemail now. So. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, now it's official. It's definitely official. Okay. Uh, so, well, nice. the four of us are going to chat a little bit more about Ware Deck here. And Gord, this is, uh, do you want me to call you Gord or just Wood Bully? Like how, I don't care. Am I exposing you right now? It doesn't do matter. Do you feel exposed? What, no. You can Would you like anything. to be exposed? You can tell him. You, can you are in Vegas. You I, uh, yeah. You as know long what? as it stays here. Is, yeah, is it okay if people know my real name? I'm pretty sure that's public knowledge, though. I believe I it have, is. Like, I have, have a name. I have exposed it before. Your name is yeah. not Wood? No. Actually, you know what? A lot of clients, not even clients, but like people who email me all the time, they think my name is Woody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like well, it is design. now. Yeah. So, will be from now on. Yeah. I get a lot of pay attention Woody uh, emails. Yeah. Okay, well. And I was like, okay. I phoned Hold him. It. I phoned him like a couple weeks ago, and of course he answers. And I'm like, "Hey, is Brian there?" I thought I was like the most intelligent guy in the world. I was like, "Hey, is Brian there?" He's like, "Yeah." What? You, like, who is this? Like, you have any? You have any idea how many times people phone me and ask me where Brian is? Yeah, <laughs> so, literally, uh, it's quite often. Like more, yeah. like more than I get Gord or, or Woody. What's Brian up to? And it's like, yeah, whatever, yeah. man. So this is your, I believe, your first crack at seeing this wear deck product yes. in person. First thoughts, impressions. Okay, so. I feel like I had smoke blown up my butt at first because I was told, okay, so let me get this straight. From my knowledge, my research, and what I've been told, this product is like uh, composite or PVC decking, but it's infused with fiberglass and it makes it better for structural applications. So A, we can use this for framing, replaces like SPF lumber, or and B, longer spans between the joists, which means less cost in framing and less time, less fasteners, all of that stuff. And if that's true, I'm kind of excited to figure more about it. Yeah, you hit that one right on the nail. I mean, it's an HTP product reinforced with fiberglass and the fiberglass kind of almost acts like a rebar in it. And just, that's why we're, you don't get the expansion contraction. That's why you can get longer spans and that's why we can do a structural lumber too. So, um, I mean, I'm excited so, to roll it out. So the part that's blowing my mind is, I was told we can do three foot on center with the two by material. The two by, yeah, you can. 
and that means that's significantly less framing if we use the decking at three foot on center. For me, it's fun because I get to make a video doing three foot on center yep. and having the world go into an uproar <laughs> yeah. about what I'm doing. Yeah. This but guy doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I wonder what exactly. the actual joist data looks like because if you have like 12 inches on center, you can actually span a little bit further with your understructure. But yes. if you have 24 inches on center, it actually comes a little bit less. So I wonder what the data looks like at three feet on center. I don't know. That's like you, you no tell idea. us, Jimmy. Yeah. This is your no idea. You're the one with the no, answers here, not because me. Because yeah. nobody builds decks three feet on center. Yeah. I'm Where's your engineer guy? I'm doing it. Well, think about it. Like, even if, if we could span like that, imagine how much less materials, time, and, and fasteners, and energy we're investing into the same product. So to me, it kind of blows my mind if it's true. And that's why I had to come out here and see this thing. And then when you told me all this and I was reading about it, I was like, the product must look like garbage. There's no way it does all that stuff and looks good. And then when I got here and I actually seen, physically seen the samples, I was blown away by the fact that it looks competitively as good as any other of the top products on the market. So, so far, so good, very exciting. I have never installed it, but I plan to now after all this. What about you guys? You guys don't install anymore, do you? No, but I think we have somebody here who has actually touched this in real life in oh. person. Hey, great segue. That was just wow, like well planned. Nick, why aren't you rolling up here? Is that why he's standing Come there? On, we, like, none of us can answer those questions. Um, Nick Stevens is here from Legacy Decks as well, and these guys have actually mic. done, like, you have to share. Grab a mic. It's like, pick whoever's, share mics. pick whoever's mouth you're most comfortable being <laughs> close to. Um, I didn't have a Tic Tac before this. But Legacy Decks has actually done a project with the structural lumber from these guys. So yes, he, he can answer your questions, Gord. How, okay. most, what was the experience? Okay. So, um, Getting nice and close to the mic there, too. Our yeah. experience was actually really positive. We actually had Wear Deck reach out to us and say, hey, We've got this product. Would you be interested in maybe doing on a couple of projects? So um, worked out because we actually were building a fairly large project down on the lake where they had had water damage, had a subpar build on this million and a half dollar home. So we were able to come in, present a solution for this homeowner like, hey, you're not going to have to deal with wood framing ever again on this project. Installers started cutting it, loved moving it, loved the way it went down didn't have to plane things, didn't have to line up joists, like uh, all, all yeah. the normal stuff, like you said, timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, it was the homeowner, then all of a sudden became a raving fan because we presented a solution outside of the normal realm. Um, and James Gunn and I were actually just talking about this. There's so many different options now versus wood framing that we can present those things to our homeowners, provide mm -hmm. more solutions, educate them more. And because there's not just one company doing this, they're more confident in making that advanced purchase because it's not like, all right, well, they're maybe trying this and next year they may not do it because it didn't work out. We've got multiple companies trying alternative framing yep. and that's gonna really push the market for It just us. helps to legitimize the whole category when there's multiple players in it, right? Absolutely. It's like, oh, there's lots of competition. That's a good thing. Oh, it's, it's fantastic and I, yeah. and I think that's the biggest thing is this industry is really starting to really grab a hold of innovation yeah. on a very fast-paced uh, methodology right now. And I think ultimately it's gonna change everything and a lot of great ideas. And I love something about Deck Expos. There's so much kind of collaboration, mm -hmm. even among competitors. Like, hey, how do we make this a better industry? Yeah. How do we improve the solutions that we're presenting? Rather than just regurgitating the, like, the same old thing over and over, change this, change that. Hey, what do we actually do to bring to our homeowners and present something? Sure. So. What, what was the, um, from your homeowner's perspective, when you first pitched them this, did they have any reservations about it? Or were they just like, like you guys have a good reputation. They chose you as a builder. They probably trust everything that comes out of your mouth. 
But was there any reservations they had about like, listen, I don't, it's not wood, so I don't know what this is. So there, there was a little bit of that, you know, kind of that education standpoint. But for us, you know, it's easy for us to get really deep into the jargon and all that stuff to where we can nerd out over a new building material. But a homeowner would be like, okay, I don't know what anything that you just said. They, they think Owens Corning. They think fiberglass. They see Pink Panther. They're like, oh, yeah, I see those rolls that, you know, big box stores. Yeah. But for us, it was getting that product in front of them and showing it side by side to its wood counterpart that they really said, oh, okay, so that's that's the value there. That's right. the, you know, the fact that I may spend a little bit more up front, but I'm saving myself money in the long run because I'm not going to have to redo this project in, you know, 10, 15, however many years you're going to get out of that wood framing, which we've all seen the quality of wood framings dropped, right. you know, over yep. the years. And I don't see it, you know, necessarily improving, you know. So what did you guys have to do from, from, a, from a business perspective to train your crews to using it? Was there much at all? Or was it kind of like, you guys are going to do this deck, it's going to look a little different, but it's going to work like wood, so have at it? Almost really nothing. The only thing that we really kind of picked up on after the fact was um, when you're cutting the material, because it's got that fiberglass core, like wear long sleeves, face coverings, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, because it can get a little itchy. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it cut almost easier than wood, um, went up faster. So for them, they came back and said, yeah, like this was a as easy, if not easier, than working with wood products. So they they're thrilled when we sell a project with it now. That's good, just keep some morale up, because I know the guys hate working with certain things. Um, oh, yeah. Even if I want them to work on certain things, or certain things they just don't want to work with. Um, one of the questions I have, obviously there's a warranty involved in this with yep. the framing, where normally wood, the warranty is nothing, yep. right? So you tell your client that as well, especially if you're near the water, the wood rot's guaranteed, yep. no warranty. Uh, don't call me in two years when your deck falls apart or when your dock falls apart. But this, obviously, is, what's the warranty on this? So we're in the middle of kind of switching up the warranty a little bit. However, right now we have a lifetime warranty for all of our understructure and a 25-year um, commercial warranty. Who's lifetime? Of the original owner. Okay. Yep, so it's uh, non-transferable. <laughs> excellent answer, because I didn't even think you were going to be an answer. Oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> okay, so the, the nice lifetime attempt of, the, a gotcha. Go of the original purchaser. So if he's old, you guys are in luck. If he's young, yeah. uh, hopefully you're still in business. I mean, That's if great. If you sell the house within a year and you reach out, I'll, I can make it happen. I was going to say, is it transferable <laughs> within yeah, it's, a certain Technically, it's not, but I mean, if it's in a short period of time and you reach out to a representative, we'll make sure that we can kind of get that switched over, get some paperwork done, all the other Cause, stuff. Because what's great about it is a, uh, the other alternative framing methods, they rust. Mm -hmm. If they if you leave the cut ends exposed or PT rots, especially if you and PT ain't what it used to be. And like you said, a lot of the different sizes and the dimensions you're planing or you're notching or you're doing all this crazy work with this stuff, it's all exactly the same. Or yeah, I don't know anything about it yet. I mean, yeah, you don't have to seal anything. Uh, the great thing about using this compared to traditional wood is that you don't have to go and QC all of your product beforehand. It's mm -hmm. all straight. Um, you don't have to stain it. I, every single board, it can also be treated like kind of a, of a fascia board, sort of. Yeah. So um, you don't have to put a fascia afterwards. Um, I mean, yeah. um, where, where are you guys out of when you're doing your work? So we're out of uh, Greenville, South Carolina, so the upstate of South Carolina. Okay. Um, we handle that whole region, usually about within an hour of our so, office. So what do you find for expansion and contraction from, like, I know you guys don't really have a winter like we do, yeah. but you would have your, your early morning and then your late afternoon would be two different temperatures, right? Absolutely, yeah. So do you find that this expanding contracts a lot like PVC? 
Um, not quite as much as that. I mean, there, there's minimal, um, but definitely not, you know, for us, one of the big things that we were seeing, especially with uh, pressure treated, was we couldn't determine, you know, if it was going to come extra wet, extra dry, and then yeah. having all that, like, heck, just in the time span of us building the project, you're going to have Joyce decide to change their characteristics of that yeah. original layout. Yeah. So um, for this, that really eliminated that and gave us that opportunity to just, hey, we've done the framing, and now we're done with the framing. Like, it's not, all right, we've got decking down, all right, that one. Yeah, you, you don't know, have to worry about it baking in the sun and then and, and changing its yeah, behavior. that one swelled, or, okay, now we got to go pull that those deck boards up, swap that joist out, or plane it down, or all the, you know, all the fun stuff that, you know, yeah. the builders, they like to just move on to the next one, you know, submit, That's the, exciting. submit the paperwork, get paid. What about handrails and stuff? Mm-hmm. Can we build handrails out of this stuff? Yeah, I've actually got uh, quite a bit of people. They'll tee up 2x4s and 2x6s so they act as a post. They'll use a 2x4 to uh, act as like a joist for the top cap. And then on the top cap, they'll use like a 5 quarter by 8 I like the wider boards because it almost acts like a cocktail table in a way. So you can put like plates and cups and all that good stuff on there. Another thing, the, do you guys make 2x2s yet? We are working on that. You should imagine sleepers, right? This this stuff Mm. out of sleepers would be amazing Uh because every time we build sleepers, the main concern is the scientific fact Mm. that this will not live as long as a normal deck because Mm. it's directly contacted with moisture, right? That's the one big problem with sleepers. And I know there's another company that makes sleepers, but it's only warranted if you use their decking on top of their sleeper system. So it immediately stops me from being able to use it because if I I have a different deck board I want to use, but say if I, I have a client who loves hardwood, or cedar or something like that, but he wants it on a sleeper system, mm-hmm. it would be nice to have a composite that I can use as a sleeper system and then put wood on top of it or something like that. Yeah, there's some people that will actually rip our 2x4s directly in half and then use it as a sleeper. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some people that will just keep the 2x4s in whole. Um, and sometimes when they do a deck on top of concrete, they'll even tap con all the 2x4s yeah. on top. Yeah, and so... Um, and you don't have to worry about the air gaps because the stuff won't rot, right? So yeah. you can just slap it right on. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. There's just so much about this is so positive. It's oh, yeah. hard. I'm just trying to find something that we can say that, that sucks about it. So the, so the first thing that sucks about it is, like most materials, <laughs> you have to wear a long sleeve shirt, or you don't have to, but it's advised if you're not if you're not used to working with fiberglass, if you haven't yeah. acclimated your skin to it yet. Uh, so it's just like any fiberglass insulation or something like that. You just don't want to get it all over your skin, Yeah, I mean, which goes without saying. Right? You'll get some red bumps on your arms and you know that good stuff. Yeah. I had one guy said, he's like, oh, I got a bunch of bite, spider bites on me. I was like, that's the fiberglass, dude. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just like I, just like when we were kids, we used to play fiberglass. We weren't supposed to. We we learned our lesson pretty quick. I always loved yeah. playing fiberglass as a kid. <laughs> I used to. Well, it looks Sorry, like cotton you candy. Uh, should I eat this? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's interesting. I had other questions. Like, what's the? Do you guys actually run this pink color? Uh, so funny. Um, that pink color we just made for marketing purposes. So we just made one run of it and just sent it out to say that we can do custom colors. So. Given the right job, the right opportunity, you, we can make any color with our product. So that's I can cool. actually speak to that. We're actually getting ready to do a, uh, a job for the Ronald McDonald House in Greenville. That's cool. Where we're going to use their framing and we're going to do it in the red and yellow McDonald's colors oh, for cool. the framing. So um, That's cool. Yeah, so it, it's one of those things that it really does allow that customization where, you know, it may not be necessary for every homeowner. Um, you know, the black looks great on every project, but being able to have that custom aspect, it just once again allows for the homeowner to have their custom solution to where you're building their project, not anybody else's. What, what about stringers for stairs? 
Um, so stairs are done a little bit differently. Um, I called the blocking stairs, uh, which is, you know, just whole two by tens on the outside. A closed kind of, stringer, yeah. yeah closed yeah. stringer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Gore told me about a closed stringer about 30 minutes ago. So yeah. <laughs> uh, this is definitely new terminology to me. So I'm definitely going to go and uh, use that more often. So, um, you know, there's a hot debate about that. I always did open stringers because that's just how I was taught. So that's what I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you put your fascia closed against it anyways. Yep. But um, there's a lot of people, especially guys who frame interior houses and stuff, they just close stringers only. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's faster. I think you can do four foot OC interior in Ontario at least, which here with most decking, we have to do, uh, what is it, eight or nine inch OC with some or 12 inch OC is is a normal standard. Depends right. on the product, right? Yep. yep. You guys know because you sell the stuff, I don't. Yep. I only just work with the same stuff all <laughs> yeah, the time. Yeah, you're eight to 11, 12 inches on yeah, center, depending which on the is, line. Yep. You might as well just, just build it out of solid wood at that point. Pretty much, yeah. That's insane. But for you guys, so if we what were, like well, what, what's the recommended span of your stair treads for the stringers? Um, I don't have a recommended span yet. Um, I mean, people are doing it at five feet apart. Uh, That's I mean, crazy. Nick, Nick did one. Um, what I mean, what was the span between yours? So I, I, I wasn't on site for that aspect, so I, I, if I gave you a number, I'd just be making one up. But um, I know we had, we pretty much, like you said, did the closed stringer. Um, I do know it was fewer than what we had to do with wood because our wood uh, stringers are standard nine inch on center for every single one. That's just, 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 just to be yeah. on the safe side. And yeah. it, well, it helps with us for just pricing projects and knowing that, hey, we accounted for to build the stairs this way. So that's yeah, really yeah. what we do to help protect Yeah, the it's easy to just do one simple, this is what we do, take yep. it or leave it. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But in this case, you might not have to anymore. Exactly, yeah. And that's where, you know, like you said, the speed, cost, all those little things that can really, and for us, stairs are probably the slowest aspect of any build. Yeah. So if we can speed up stairs, it makes a huge difference on any project wrapping up. One of my biggest questions for you is, uh, cost-wise, how does it compare to other alternative framings? Mm -hmm. And also, in my head, the way it's working right now, obviously the, the, the bigger the spans, the less material we're using, the more we can shave costs and be more competitive with regular SPF framing. Sure. I mean, right now we're um, we're a little bit less than steel. Uh, I'm not sure where we compare to aluminum, um, but um, I mean, so you're spending maybe three times the cost of wood if you want to go with an alternative lumber. Yeah, uh, like such, a, such a more direct answer that time around, hey? Yeah, he wasn't a little bit like, got I mean, practice around there. That, that definitely could change a little bit. We're still working on that. Yeah, but um, it's a premium. It's meant to be a premium product it, at exactly. that rate. Yeah, it's and not so, supposed to be competitive with wood. Um, it's a different market. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be used kind of like wood, so we we want to we're kind of going after trying to replace wood in general. Okay. Um, but uh, the the whole cost in total, if you were to use our stuff as a system, utilizing our deck boards at two feet on center, our understructure for um, for permanent structures, I mean, the whole thing, I think it could be potentially cost comparison when trying to do an entire wood uh, like wood once project. Like on a, like a larger scale product. Like the larger the, the project gets, obviously the more comparable the price will be because mm. less volume, less time, right? Yep. Yep. Less material. Well, we talked a little bit too about the fact that the fact that this you reference it looking so good. Yeah. Means you you maybe can save the cost of doing your you know your your composite fascia board that you may composite. Sorry for you guys, but <laughs> he gets me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't have you to. Can save, you could save. Who knows, right? Twelve hundred bucks of, of fascia you maybe don't need because that's embossed and looks sexy by itself. You don't necessarily need that, so that yeah, can yeah. kind of help offset that cost. You don't have to clad anything. 
Right, exactly. Right? Both in labor the posts, and time, I guess right? you guys don't make six by six posts yet, or four. No, by we're we're working on six by six, four by four posts, two by twos, and one by twos. Good call. I missed that one in the first episode. What yeah. did you guys use for posts on the deck then? So we on the project that we're doing, they actually had uh, four foot stone bases. Then we ended up with an eight by eight post that we ended up wrapping with. Uh, a uh, PVC wrap. Okay. So yeah. So, so we still had to use wood on the interior for those. For what now, do you got? Yeah. Could you do like a built-up post in this case? Like, I personally done it. I built six by six posts, uh, laminating two by six together. Yeah. Um, and it turned out really good. We actually did a dune walk over in St. Augustine Beach, Florida. Full thing out of wear deck. Uh, six by six posts using four two by sixes together. We use two by tens for um, all the understructure on the st stringers. We actually notched them, and then we did uh, two by fours on the outside of them. And so that with it, it kind of gave it the strength with it. And then um, right. we were able to do an open stringer on that one. Right. Um, okay. So you just put like a, like a strong back on the on the throat, across yep. the throat of the stringer? Yes, sir. And uh -huh. it's the same thing as we would do anyways, right? <laughs> that adds up. Yeah. So how does it, it, how does it fasten top. to itself? That's mm -hmm. one of the, the most annoying things about composite and PVC is you can't screw it to itself. Yeah. You can do that with this. And that's amazing. Uh, that already changes the way we can trim things out. The designs we can do now are going to be more complicated because we can screw decking to decking. Mm -hmm. which normally you can only do with wood, from my experience. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you can use a regular composite deck screw, screw straight into a 2x8 or 2x10, and it'll hold, um, I believe the, I think the test came out actually stronger than wood. The screw withdrawal test is actually pretty extraordinary. So um, we'll release that data out pretty soon, too. Is there any, I forgot to ask this before, too, is there any... Um, Requirements for pre-drilling at the ends of boards or having to stay within a certain distance of the end of a board or something like is there is cracking a um, possibility? I mean you could come up pretty close to the edge if you wanted to my recommendation is one inch in um, No pre need to pre-drill. No, okay. Yeah, you don't need to pre-drill. I mean you might need a pre-drill if you use like a um, Like a structural screw structural screw, but I mean I, I was messing around with this uh, with this thing that I built behind you I used some uh, camo structural screws on that, held it together, didn't pre-drill it whatsoever, and no issues at all. No splitting, no cracking, nothing. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. I just, it's something about just using, it's gonna bug people out at first, like it's gonna freak people out when they see it framed out of composite. They're gonna just think there's lots of sag, lots mm -hmm. of deflection, lots of, I guess there won't be any noise, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. What, what's it like deflection-wise? Like, So we've actually seen almost zero deflection. I mean, we're also framing 12 inches on center, so we feel a little bit more robust than, you know, yeah, average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for us, I mean, I walked across it and it felt nothing. Like, there was no shimmy, no shake, like no bounce. Yeah. So, I mean, for us, it that's really one of the biggest things is that homeowner spends all this money on something, like you said, having that deflection. A trampoline, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, you know, it passes code, but this doesn't feel how yeah, I want it to feel. Difference yeah. between minimum warrantied install instruction exactly. and user experience. And is so different. for us, you know, once we got everything laid out and got that decking down, yeah. it was rock solid. So. so for me, another big question that I know I get all the time from people is, how am I going to use that? My inspector won't let me use that. Mm. Uh, the town, the, the inspectors in my town aren't caught up. What I always tell people is you need a conformity report from an engineer to mm. pass it forward. No matter what you're using, it's all about getting engineer stamps. Yep. Do you guys have conformity re reports for the product available? Um, 
So to be honest, I don't really know what a conformity report is. It's basically um, something that would show your your town or your inspector that this is equivalent to what they normally allow on a permit for structural gotcha. purposes. So uh, in those cases, uh, we've provided calculations and span tables for our understructure. And we'll go ahead and send it off. And sometimes they're like, okay, we need an engineer stamp on this. Yes. Sometimes they look at the data like, okay, this is more than suited. And they'll kind of just move on with that. Um, I know in some cases, like uh, in Canada, um, we really want to try to get in with the CCMC. Or CMCC? Nope. CCMC, um, yeah. CCMC. Gotcha in the U.S. We're don't working on getting the ICC, <laughs> which is like all the, uh, I don't know, just government code, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. random stuff that comes up so, with it. So like if mine, if, if um, so a lot of guys, they'll just, they'll have, say, permits already filed for the next 24 months, all with wood frames. And if they want to replace their wood <laughs> frames with this, hey. Who is Come on now. How organized are you? <laughs> it's not about organized. It's about sales, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, These are guys are doing it like the week before. And they're like, what's going on? Can why you imagine? Take so long? Yeah, why does it take a while? The permit takes four weeks or six weeks to yeah. get, and uh, we sold it yesterday. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. um, so if we wanted to, so the problem is for the larger companies, the ones with more volume in sales, making the transition could take a couple years mm -hmm. is what you would think. But so that's why the conformity report comes into play. So sometimes I ask manufacturers if they have one, so I don't have to hire my engineer and pay him $1,000 to hit it with a stamp. Yep. And uh, that's actually one thing that we're trying to put in place is having our own type of engineering with it, especially if you go with a certain type of um, installation process mm -hmm. as well. So, um, I mean... This does feel like a startup. It's very startup-esque. Um, and we're kind of get all of our ducks in a row and figuring out how, what the best way to kind of uh, scale this business is. So. I think it's got potential, man. Yeah, what was, your, what was your experience with that when you guys were talking to your building department and you're like, here's what we're using. Were they open to it? Were they, what they, did they want from you? They were thrilled. Really? Um, yeah, um, oh, we're, we're very lucky. We've done a, a lot of legwork over the last few years of being kind of a, you know, communication standpoint with our with our uh, building community, um, both on any of the municipalities that we use, we really want to be on a first name basis, have those conversations that when we do have these new products, we can take advantage of that to help educate them. They're more receptive to getting those conformity reports and saying, oh, okay, like you guys are actually doing a lot of our legwork for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, we had that run, we ran into that about five years ago in South Carolina where we were having to help some of their building inspectors because they weren't, they didn't know when something had to be freestanding versus ledger attached. Right. So it, it's, any municipality is going to be different, but having that good relationship with them, it makes all the difference in the world. For if sure. you can do it, I know, obviously, we have some smaller municipalities. It's a lot easier when you have you know your inspector by yeah, name. One yeah. person behind the counter when you need that permit, and you mm -hmm. have two inspectors yeah. that you, they'll actually give you their direct number. Um, that makes it easy. But you know, having the right paperwork and doing things the right way and actually pulling permits will allow you to have that relationship with your inspectors because they've seen more of your work. You aren't just that one time. You know, hey, what are you building here? What's this product? Oh, hey, I know you guys are continually to push the envelope when it comes to new processes and procedures. Yeah, more yeah. open to it. That's There's how you get to that level too, because I always tell people the best way to educate yourself if you're if you're self-taught in this industry is to pull permits and the inspector will force you to educate yourself in order to pass each level of inspection until you know how to frame something correctly and yeah. then you could start stepping your game up. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the trickiest things for launching a new product is dealing with 65,000 different building departments and all the, because yeah. they're so they're so all over the place, right? Yours sounds great that they're very kind of 
leading edge and wanting to adopt new products that are better. And then sure. there's other places that, that they still won't even let you put a GRK into the ledger. Like there's just yeah. some that are just so behind the times. So it's important, I think, for you guys especially to to be there in a supportive nature to make sure everybody gets what they need. Otherwise, it's a it dies there, right? Yeah, and also honestly, the more stuff that uh, is built out of our product, then the more legible that it becomes. So mm -hmm. um, if someone has a question, I'll be like, hey, look, I worked with the city of uh, Saint, sorry, the city of Saint Augustine, Saint John's County, or whatever and they can go ahead and call somebody over there they'll tell them about their experience with the product and then with it you get some sort of collaboration and a built uh and trust with the product so we're trying to get as much of this stuff out there so that's why we're doing things like this and talking about it because i mean um we are extremely legitimate and so we just want more and more people to kind of see that especially in this this new way to do things yeah it's exciting i think it's just an exciting and new thing i have one more question that's in the back of my head now i want to get it out is um, how does, in terms of warranty, can I use your product to frame and another company's product to install the decking? Absolutely. Honestly, I feel like that's going to end up happening a lot. I mean, we um, we came into the business as a uh, as a deck board. Um, we've been working with tons of people as decking. We really want to get into the residential deck market. Um, this actually might be a good time for me to introduce uh, my buddy Tony, who is um, who builds uh, decks out of Jacksonville, Florida, and um, so. Yes, you can you can use other people's products on top of our decking, on top of our um, understructure. So yeah, that's smart because okay. I think yeah, that structural there's, there's nobody is married to their structural framing lumber. Like nobody's brand loyal to wood. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's gonna be an easier transition for you to get in with that lumber. When you're talking about decking, if somebody's an ex-pro for something, it's gonna be a lot harder to get them to convince them to come over to your your decking when it's like, well, what's it gonna do for me that my current decking doesn't already have and I already do. $300,000 of that decking, so I'm taking trips with these guys all the time, whatever. But that can probably be a gateway to like then introduce the decking later once mm -hmm. they build trust in your framing lumber. Like, yep. smart to not require them together because that's always dangerous. Every yeah. time a company does and that, for I'm me, like, my Don't decisions are always based on my interests, right. which I know sounds crazy. That's ridiculous. Um, but so say I, I frame it out of wood, but I'm using your product to put the decking, I'm using your, your decking product. Yep. Will those rules apply? where I don't need to go 16 OC mm -hmm. in order to attach your decking to a regular wood frame. Oh, no, you can definitely do 24 on center with the regular wood frame. Um, I mean, people are pushing it past that. Like you said before, three feet on center. Some people are doing that in uh, actually in Canada because uh, that's what the the job's calling for. Not yeah. with our five quarter by six, but with our two by eight. Yeah, with the, with the, the framing lumber we use as a deck board. Yep. See, and it's cool. And the fact that it's black, obviously, the first thing you think of is heat, but really the black is mainly for the framing, not for the deck Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, not many people do actually use black for decking. Under your feet, it's great, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you can cook some eggs on it. Yeah, for sure. What, what did you guys find? Because this, it's not a groove board, right? For the, no. the decking I'm talking about now. It's, it's a square edge board, yeah. yeah. And so is that common in your market or is it more hidden clip kind of situation? You know what's really funny is when grooved decking started, it took over, it became the standard. But I think more people, including myself, are starting to do a face screwing method for composite and for hardwood. And like for me, when I do an ePay deck, I like to face screw. And I've been using composite, and I've been face screwing and plugging it as well. We just find it's just a better connection. You don't have to worry as much about 
about expansion, contraction, boards moving, uh, shifting, things like that. So it's becoming more popular to actually face screw than it was two years ago. So it's not actually that big of a challenge now, especially with the screw and plug systems that we yep. have. It's, it's, it's a lot faster than it used to be. Yeah. yeah, Starboard makes a really good plug system for us. They're the only ones that I can actually put a plug into our board. Okay. Uh, at one point we were working with another company, trying to get plugs made with our product, but because it was fiberglass right underneath the skin, they couldn't puncture. So Starborn's got some system that allows them to actually make plugs with it. So, um, Like they couldn't cut the plug itself out of the material, you mean? They couldn't cut the plug out of the material. Interesting. It, it just it wouldn't turn out. Um, and so when people are asking for fastener recommendations, for hidden fasteners, I'm recommending uh, camo um, hidden fasteners. Okay. Um, putting it in from the side, like a toenail. Okay. Um, some people actually will route grooves into our board and then use clips. Some people use color match screws. Um, Biscuit joiner you could use, yeah. But I wouldn't you're okay bother with that. that. You're okay with that? Like that's yeah. a warranty? If they cut a groove down the side of that board, that's fine? It doesn't void warranty. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And camo, using the camo protect, you have to pre-drill that or no? You, can uh, you don't need to pre-drill it. The marksman tool? That's sweet. Uh, yeah, marksman or camo yeah, drive? Yeah, pre-drill was a big question. I guess we already covered that though, right? Yeah. As long as you're using composite screws? As long as you're using composite screws. Are they specific? Composite. <laughs> <laughs> or composite. What them. do you guys call it in, in Regina? Composite? composite? No, no, composite. Yes, composite. Thank you very much. Um, so the question the is... these guys are willing to go to make us Canadians feel comfortable. Is it any you're composite welcome. screw I can purchase? Does it have to be stainless steel? Does, is, it, is it ceramic, epoxy coated, or what, what's preferred? I mean, honestly, it's up to your preference. I'm down in Florida, so I, I only recommend stainless steel 316 because it's always salt in the air. Um, I personally think that if you're going to put down a product that's going to last forever, you might as well put down a screw that lasts as long as possible. Right. So people try to cheap out on the screws, and then they get tea stains around them, and it's like, hey, I got rust stains on my deck. I'm like, you can clean off the rust stains, but that's going to keep on happening because you yeah. didn't use stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. How, well, like, where's your head at right now? I'm just digesting all this. I'm just soaking this in. I actually wanted to see some of the decking and show the, uh, the the people who are watching because for some reason podcasts never have much visual other than guys sitting around with microphones in their face, which honestly is boring hey Van, unless you're can driving. You grab some samples? Yeah. So, what color is this? What's this called? That's called the barefoot sand. Um, and uh -huh. reason why we call it barefoot sand, so we, we make uh, all of our uh, all of our products is colored with a heat reflective pigment, so it's actually embedded into the skin of the product. So with this, you can walk on that year round, full sh uh, full sunlight, won't have any problems with the uh, yeah. heat. Mm -hmm. So to me, this looks like any mid range, high end PVC product. Yeah, I mean. Um, where it's like, I'm not gonna name the names, but it looks like things that I install all the time. Yep. So that's the big thing to me, maybe even better. Um, so in terms of the client, the difference will only be in the, the warranty and knowing that they're getting something that's might that's mm -hmm. allegedly superior, which we're hoping it is superior. Of course. And it still has the same look and feel. Now how is it with like slip, slippage and um, slip resistance, I mean, you can walk up that. You can walk up a 45-degree slope while it's wet with flip-flops. I mean, I don't, have okay. a, I don't have any type of testing right now to tell you exactly what it is, but, um, yeah. And then, so deflection, obviously, you said it's very minimal. Do we have anything here where we could, like, jump on it and stuff? Oh, uh, absolutely, we do. Can, um, I, can I bring the microphone over? We can go without the microphone and just do a test. I think that would be fun. Feel free to travel freely up to nine feet. Sure. Here, give me one second. Let me go. Is that how much mic I have? <laughs> I don't know how much card you actually have. But we I can slide that anything. little thing over here. Oh, yeah. Let's bring Probably it over easier here. to bring the board to you than you to the board, you know? Oh, for sure. I just want to see, like, can we make, like, a balancing beam and just, like, walk across it? 
Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, this actually got one right behind you. <laughs> so it's a really cool demonstration. This little thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. People can't see it, like if they're listening, but yeah. Well, they've got this two foot on center sample here, built with uh, you know a. a uh, a general wood plastic composite yeah. deck board. <laughs> what you typically find. So that you buy from the big box stores. And something. then they've got their wear also, deck products so on the backside. So what am I standing on right now? Crazy. We're not going to say names, but this is mm. typically what I would go to Lowe's and purchase as a composite or a PVC board. That's Yeah, that's a wood composite. Yeah, that's stuff they, they recommend doing that 12 inches on center. This just does have a bit of deflection, and I was hoping this wasn't your board. I'm like, I stepped on it. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> no, come on. No, gigs what up. is this? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's flip it over and see. Oh, and it's scalloped. Terrible. Oh, wow, yeah. That's like standing on a 2 by 8 or, yeah. you know, that's yeah, crazy. It's it's I'm only 165 pounds. Um, Soaking wet. Tony here is bigger than me <laughs> in, in quite a few. 20 pounds more? Well, come step on it and see if it moves. What's the exchange rate on that? I'm just, the people at home need to see the real stuff. What do you think deflection-wise compared to this? And then flip it over and then the gray side. Yeah, that was barely anything. That looks like you're about to snap it right Jump off the fasteners. Down, it might snap. <laughs> Look at that. The fasteners might snap right off. There's no doubt it's strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no brand yeah, dropping. By the end of the day, those boards are going to be touching. It's going to be all the one side. Uh, like leading Yeah, in. friends don't let friends like install scallop decking. <laughs> we don't do that. Um, so that's pretty cool. And now I guess we have questions for... From Tony, yeah, about this. Hop on here, buddy. Let me get my headphones back on because I need to hear what you guys are saying. Tony McClam, is that how we say your last name? I haven't taken a run at that before. Yeah, there's um, there's Irish in here. Okay. My, my eyes are uh, just like yours, but I'm wearing contacts. Perfect. And uh, this is a tan, you know, Florida tan. <laughs> yeah, from Hollywood Decks. That's where we got him joining from. So you're out of Florida, yeah? We're based out of Florida, yeah, Fernandina Beach area, so northeast Florida. Okay. And you guys have installed some of this or no? We absolutely love this. Okay. Uh, so we're originally from the West Coast, and we didn't learn about this till three years ago when we moved to the East Coast. And that's when that product was shown to us. And we liked the feel of it. We liked the, the composition of it. Yeah. So we tried it out, and it was phenomenal install. I mean, by far one of the easier ones to install and to put down than the rest. Because what a lot of people aren't going to know is that this product isn't new. It's new to a lot of people, yep. because, but yeah. it's been in Florida for 10 years, and oh, yeah. like there's lots of this product out there, that's, oh, yeah. and it's performed oh, yeah. great. It's just newer to other markets right now. Yeah. When you install, do you use galvanized nails, you use screws, regular wood screws? What do you use to, to frame, I mean? So when we frame, yeah, we use yeah. galvanized nails. So okay. the framing, well, sorry. He to hasn't used a Wordex frame yet. Yeah, yeah. To frame with this, yeah, we haven't installed framing yet. We've uh, installed okay. the decking. And the decking we install on a regular basis. What are your spans for your joists when you use this decking? Well, so we never max out code, right? Okay. So code would allow you to go, right, quite a ways. Yeah. We're not comfortable with any span more than, right, seven, eight feet at most. We need to find a bare minimum contractor and get him in here. Yeah, no, <laughs> and just I, find I'm out sure how far I'm we can sure, push I'm this sure thing. if we throw a rock, we might be able to hit one. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah I'm sure folks out here that will probably run, you know, 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. 20 feet on a two-by-eight. Yeah, I'm sure. But, um, I would but, love to. But so here's here's the big kicker, right? It's my with own house. Not only, with not only with the joystick, but with the with the actual deck boards on this, and why we like it, right? Those two lines you see on the top and on the bottom, yeah, right. It's it's reinforced fiber. Nobody else on the market has this. It's tensile right? strength. Nobody. And when I tell you the resistance on this guy, as soon as you put the screws into it, when I tell you it tightens up, it tightens up. So if you have any bow, even at a 24-inch center, 
as soon as you put the screws in, it literally just tenses up. So the strength on this guy is surreal. The weight rating is real. Have you ever had a screw snap on you? When we install? Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, so that's the other thing, right? When we install the deck boards, screws like butter, right? Whether we're installing just hands and feet or whether we're installing with a stand-up tool, there's no resistance. It goes in real smooth and it stops and it stays flush. Versus some of the other products that we install, right? You got to pre-do and you got to prep, and even then, and you get the little volcano yeah. action going. Anything has to be pre-drilled. I don't use it. We're done. Yeah. It's 2022 now. We don't have to pre-drill anymore. Let's yeah. stop. Let's yeah. make sure our screws are pre-drilling for us. Um, I have a question for you though. What do you guys recommend, fastener-wise, for framing with this material? For framing, uh, so you can use uh, hangers. <clears throat> I've actually done some testing using Simpson hangers and structural screws, and uh, test results turned out actually phenomenal. So typically with wood, when you go to test for uh, for hangers, it snaps. The second it snaps, it fails. Yeah. But with wear deck, it just it doesn't snap. It just bends yeah. a lot, and then it'll even sometimes even come out of the hanger with yeah. s- with enough force. So um, you can use hangers. You can also use. Um, Does it take stru- a nail gun? So if I'm running around with the three and a quarter inch galvanized nail um, gun, and I'm just going boom, boom, toenailing like you would with wood. Right. Uh, is that is that going to deflect the nails, or or like if I'm say say I'm a regular contractor who just uses three inch deck screws to frame the whole deck. Yep. Um, <laughs> They're going to snap probably trying to do this. But so so the way I'm going to look at it while I'm framing is like I'm framing with uh, galvanized steel mm-hmm. where I have to use hanger and, and and Simpson strong tie systems and stuff like that. Not yep. necessarily that brand. But um, so even when I'm when I'm toenailing my joists into my beam, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have to use some sort of hanger system. Yep. Well, but you could use so. Sorry. Go, go for it. I've been you here now me. long enough that I'm going to start. Listen here. You can use like a, like a universal framing screw, something like what U2 Fasteners has, whatever. Because like, you can use any wood wood screw in here. It's like, yeah. like, it'll drive just the same. Yep. So if you wanted to use an actual screw that was meant for framing and not just a ceramic deck screw that you're not <laughs> okay. supposed to be using, just use a proper screw, but it would work. There's no yeah. reason it wouldn't work. You wouldn't have to pre-drill it or like it would drive fine, right? Yeah, it would. Uh, I mean, you could use a nail gun in it. Um, I wouldn't really recommend it because screws just hold way better. Um, and yeah, but we needed to figure out uh, warranty versus fasteners. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so if, if I'm if I'm just like a guy who's used to framing with wood, and I'm going to frame this exactly like I frame with wood, and then it falls apart, and I'm like, damn yeah. you, wear deck. What happened? Yeah, no shot. Uh, I would I would definitely not warrant using our understructure for, with nails. It just uh, it wouldn't work out. You got to use structural screws. Yeah. So I treat it like I would treat, say, like a regular steel framing system, and just use, you know. Mm-hmm. The appropriate yep, hardware. For sure. and so that's, that's a big factor for us, sorry, in terms of warranty, right? Because we warranty yeah. all of our projects, yeah. right? So we need to be able to go go home and go to sleep at night, right? And know that this this isn't going to fail. And so one of the big things that we also do is is even our, our, our top screw systems or whatever, it, whatever we use, right, to attach these boards, we check, right? Because each different decking company has their own approved list of fasteners and attachments. And... The one that we've used with WearDeck, right, they have a side screw where you can angle it on the edge down here. I don't know if you've seen it. Camo offers it. Yeah, the, right, the Camo a, X-Edge or the Camo well, Edge Well, those clip. are the clips, right? No, no, those the, are the clips. Camo, but, so Marksman, the Pro Marksman screws. Pro, yeah. Yeah, Please, yeah. Jesus, so you put, right, you put a <laughs> little angle. a dozen videos <laughs> on that tool for Camo. So there's oh that, right? So I think the only, the only board we would use that on, that angle screw, yeah. is on WearDeck. Because okay. if you do it on any others, that edge is going to break off and snap. 
Right. The capping so, sometimes can be brittle. Yeah, and so yeah. in that case, with this, we've installed that, and we've installed hundreds of boards with that angle screw. Yep. It holds so good. So it's not you only the warranty from them, but your labor warranty, you feel more yeah. comfortable doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and we would only do that with wear down. Yeah. We couldn't do it with any other board um, because, yeah, again, and we have had it happen where we tested that system on the other ones, right? Mm -hmm. And rightfully so. They don't warrant it because it fails. And we it, tried it just for kicks, right? We got to prove it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, we screwed it, and, and the edges were breaking off. But wear deck doesn't. It. It'll go in. It'll go clean. It'll hide. And it's just it's a, such a good attachment. Mm. I like it. Yeah, we've actually had uh, several. There's a marina in uh, North Carolina. It went completely underwater during one of the hurricanes. It was all um, camo drive edge fasteners, and not one board popped up. Yeah, that's actually a really cool thought because I don't build docks, but I know a lot of people yeah, that do. Nor do I. And just to think that I could frame an entire dock out of this, and I'm now the best dock builder in my town because oh. I know for a fact not, I'm warranting the frame of a dock. And even with galvanized steel or mm -hmm. aluminum, I wouldn't necessarily trust it around water as much as, I don't know if it's just because my brain doesn't work right, but I feel like I trust this around water more than I would trust steel or yeah. aluminum yeah. in the water mm -hmm. um, versus the fasteners. Yeah, so you don't build docks either though. No, I like to stay on, on ground. Do we have someone here who builds docks? <laughs> oh, I think not yeah. at this table. <laughs> Maybe at the no. dock yeah, expo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. over there. That's right. Another half yeah. of the show, actually. <laughs> stay tuned, guy. PSB. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, it's just it's just great to think about. Or if you're in a very temperate zone or a place with lots, or if you're sure. near water, I always find that when I'm framing with alternative uh, framing methods near bodies of water. There's rust everywhere, and you kind of like run magnets and vacuums and blowers to make sure that uh, the rust doesn't get on the PVC and uh, and then ruin my life. Yeah, right. Because I mean, if, if you get a rust stain on that, it'll come out with the, like a liquid rust remover too. So like some CLR or something. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys already covered the whole span on the deck board. A little bit. Inches. Like we keep saying it, but I feel like we need to keep saying it. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing with that too, right? With the whole 24 inches on center that when you start factoring the cost per square feet, right, for yeah. those builders that factor that yeah. per square feet, so the, the cost to you, if you're minimizing your lumber, right, will give you just a bigger gap in terms of profit margins, right? Yep. So the overall cost of a wear deck project should be less because you can span 24 inches on center, so you're running less joists. Less wood and less time from the guys installing the wood. Right. Yeah. Go quicker, yeah. You know, but to some, those that are skeptic, right, or those that are out there saying, well, I would never put 24 inches on center, right? Okay. We have folks out there that are talking about, well, I don't even go 12 on center, right? That's fine. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. Go for it. If you want to overkill it and just spend a whole lot of money on PT, do your thing, go man. for it. That's right? their marketing. That's their budget. That, that's how they market, though, is right. they go, we do right. insane overbuilding and there's certain people who would want to hire them just because of that. Right. Yeah. But in our case, we absolutely, we've done it. We trust it. We believe it. We explain it, right? Because it's also an, an education that you got to do to the client, yeah. to the inspectors, right? To whoever's coming out to look at your project. Yeah. Because it stands out. And even when we upload some of our videos and we're like, hey, look, you know, here's the framing ready for the wear deck. It's going on. Everybody's like, those joists look like they're damn near two feet apart. Hey, they are. <laughs> and that, that's, that's another big selling point in my brain that, I think of all the time, and I always thought that no one else would share it, but I'm starting to think that more people are thinking this way. We do a video of us installing these uh, mm -hmm. and doing, say, we're doing the snap line and then we're going to cut all of our joists that are running yep. over the... Uh, that video is going to, let's just be honest, it's going to have more viral potential online than... Uh, 
cutting right. wood joists. Just because of the, yeah. Because, because A, people are going to argue with it before they do the yeah. research like Love they that. always do. And then B, it looks weird. And people yeah. are going to ask, what are you doing and where did you yeah. get that? Right? Yeah. So even if you're a contractor who's starting to try to break in by using uh, um, online marketing, yep. it probably is a good idea to use unique things yeah. in order to market your business and stand out from Just everyone to else. spark that conversation. Yeah. yeah. And normally that's something I would only say to other influencers, but right. I think it's at the point now where pretty much everyone who owns a business needs to stand out yeah. online now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's, yeah, that's just our big kick. When we start framing, we start prepping for this. We're like, yeah, look, these are 24. It's going to be solid. It's going to be good, right? And whatever feedback we get, we show them after the fact, yeah. right? Whatever we install and whatever we put down, we always like to brag about it and show it off. By far, clients are happy. And then that's what we tell them all the time. Look, clients are happy, right? You can have whatever thought you want. We know what we're building and how we're putting it together. And as long as the client is satisfied and at the end of the day, we trust our product, we warranty our product, and we get home and go to see. It's a game changer. To me, this is the most exciting thing at this trade show today. It's, it's great. Ooh, yeah. bold that's statement. Big. Yeah. That's big. I guarantee it. I can back that up. Yeah, um, it's, 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 it's a game changer. It's going to change the way we build things in the future, I think. And then you're going to have people who try to copy you when they realize this is a great <laughs> idea, and this is going to be a standard. Wood frames will be a joke. There'll be something that you only do by yourself for yourself. We're hoping, yeah, yep. the DIYers. Yeah, yeah Shouldn't that's you put it. that in your name? Yeah. Putting wood in your name is going to be a problem here in about two, three years. Uh, I bully the wood industry. <laughs> I'm here to change the game. Bullied it right out. Yeah. Uh, so two things, two things happen. How can people, for Jimmy, how can people get their, get in front of us and see it? Like, they're yeah. here. So I walked up here and I, I, I saw a picture online. I thought it looked really cool. But it wasn't until we were here, talked about it, felt it, looked at it. And it was like, and the same thing as Gord. Also, I was like, this is actually really cool. Yeah. Like, James told me beforehand, like, this is really cool. Check this out. And it was like went to the website and was like, yeah, okay. But until you get your hands on it and actually look at it and feel it, Gord did the same thing. He walked up and was like, what's this all about? And now he's like, yeah. now he's just like vibrating. <laughs> how can people that aren't here get their hands on it? Are you doing other trade shows? Do you mail yeah. out samples? Like, how does that happen? So um, the best way to kind of get a hold of it is just to reach out to one of our, uh, one of the guys that work for Owens Corning Wear Deck. Uh, we've got all of our information on the website. We have a limited distribution, mainly in like Florida, along the East Coast, in Canada, Texas, just kind of spotty around the country right now. So if you're ever looking for a sample, the email us, call us, whatever it is, we'll go ahead and we'll ship you one for free and uh, check it out. Let me know how you, uh, what you think of it. And if you're looking for it, I'll let you know how to get it. That's awesome. That's great. You Gord, can you have any more questions? go to our uh, Instagram and uh, check out some of those completed projects. We try to post some of those fun things through and through the project. So if they're looking to see some of that installation, the way I just, put it yeah. down, the Sweet. I want to see just pictures of the frame before the boards go on of this stuff. Oh yeah. So like, we got plenty I'm of. like, I want to race home. I want to get a bunch of this framing and just start framing decks yeah. with this, just so I can leave them framed with no boards, just so that even people walking by, maybe I'll start at my house, mm -hmm. and then people walking by will be like. What the hell's going on over here? <laughs> and they'll be like, you're not using that composite right, buddy. Yeah. And they'll be like, don't worry, I got this. That's supposed to go on top. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to get a lot of at first is people are going to be like, why is he putting it like that? That's wrong. He's framing out of deck boards. What a moron. I'm seeing it now. I'm calling it. I'm like Nostradamus of this stuff. I know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're a hack. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tony, what is your Instagram so people can follow you? We are at Hollywood Decks. Uh, yeah, Hollywood Dex on Instagram. <laughs> No.com. Uh, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> or HollywoodDex.com. But yeah, we're on uh, Instagram and uh, I think Facebook. Sweet. And Will Bull, you can be found just about anywhere. 
Yeah, yeah. You find me on your For You page, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I hear that a lot, actually. What if it's uh, not for me? It does if not you have matter. a phone, you've probably been annoyed by me before. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you guys? We, we didn't really talk about that. Where can people find more information? Uh, you can go to uh, owenscorningweardeck.com. If you just Google Owens Corning Can I make a recommendation? <laughs> yeah. That's a long ass. I know. Uh, big domain. Oh, yeah. yeah. The OG website is weardeck.com. I mean, if you go on both of those, you'll find Not it. So, yeah. We're Sweet. still working on marketing. W E. <laughs> A-R. Well, that's good. Deck. Yep. W-A-R. Yeah, not like werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. That's Where. what I was thinking, too. Wear deck, because yeah. we can, like, yeah. frame. It's, like, half framing, half decking. It's, like, a mix of, like, a half man, half wolf. Yeah, that's we, not uh, the case, because your last name is Ware, so. Yeah, I know. And so uh, we are going to rebrand the understructure. So I don't think my name's going to be tied to this one, but mm-hmm. that'll be all right. Okay. Uh, Change is good. Change you can is call very it, good. like, Gordon yeah, Gord framing. deck. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Gord frame. The Gord, Gord frame. structs. Yeah, yeah. Just... Whatever, and put my face in the green structure. That'd I be love cool. It. Yeah. That'd be sweet, actually. Yeah, you wanted to, they're talking about customization. How about yeah, yeah. faces in yeah. the embossing of the? That's cool. I, I bet you can probably get one of those tattoo deck boards. Oh, this is, like we're gonna go somewhere with this. That is cool. We're going somewhere with this because I like the idea of doing the custom colors. Mm-hmm. And you said uh, uh, you don't have all the details worked out for the size of a run we would need to get a custom color, but mm-hmm. obviously you got hot pink here to yeah. match the Owens Corning right. uh, trademark <laughs> pink panther. <laughs> Uh, it's it's not available. It's just strictly for marketing purposes. But if I was going to message you and I want to do an inlay at my at my uh, say I say I have a um, what are those guys called? They buy the warehouse. They fill it with their products. What do they call it? You have one of those showroom. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I was not. I was like I was digging deep into my encyclopedia. Yeah, like, what? Like, what are those rolling? Like, it's too obvious for me to know it. That's why I mean, my brain's too smart for obvious words. Oh, that's um, great. So say I have a showroom and I want to yeah. get my company logo colors and I can do that to do an inlay. For example, that's true. Yeah. He said he was doing the Ronald colors. McDonald House. If he wants to get like Ronald McDonald's face as an inlay, or even that's you. True. How many different colors would you need to pull that off? One, two, three, four. Yeah, four colors. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's, that's, that's a big commitment. Right? <laughs> oh, wait, don't you can do that now. My logo, hold on. Uh, <laughs> no, never mind. Don't talk about my logo. Keep even me, like, uh, my logo is gold and black, and it even uh, fades. Anyways, but the point is, um, custom colors would be pretty cool. So it's one of those things where, say, a client is married to the idea of mm-hmm. using a product based on the colors he saw in a house. picture. Yeah. yeah. Can I send you that? Say whatever it is and go. Ooh. Can we make this color sample happen? siding and match like you color know, so we can just get over the whole I want this color thing because now you can have this color or is that some side of legal conflict or something? So that is a great idea, but great no question. way we can act like a Sherwin Williams on that. Color matching <laughs> is is pretty tough. So I mean, given but is the it legal? Like I don't know anything about that side of the industry. Can uh, I just take a blah 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 board and go give me this color? I have no sure. idea if it's legal or not. I mean, I feel like if it wasn't, if it wasn't legal, then Sherwin Williams would have a big problem in other paint companies and stuff. Yeah, straight they, up. They color match yeah. stuff all the time. Yeah. I bring in a gl- uh, blade of grass and like, right. I win this green on my wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think it's a cool I idea. <laughs> just because I'm just thinking sales-wise, how yeah. am I going to uh, mm. say I have 100 decks already sold and I want to use this now instead for my own sure. peace of mind? I need to figure out how to make this work in my designs. So even if you don't have a color, mm-hmm. I can request a similar color of this be made by you guys for this. God, one. he sounds like a lot of work already, doesn't he? I am a <laughs> Just buy the stock colors, Gord. Just buy the stock colors. You guys get that purple color. I'm going to need a purple with a gradient and a 21 and a half foot boards. Yeah, and I want it to fade <laughs> slowly into uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. color. The yeah. Purple color. gradient to <laughs> yellow. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyways, I just, I just keep it, trying to think of things that are cool about this, and I'm trying to think of things that suck about this and I can't think of very much at all other than the fact that 
you got to wear PPE, but you have to do that with everything. So yeah, I feel like it's highly recommended. It's period. What about PPE. you? Do you wear? No, so that's and that, that's the thing with us, right? I you're mean, conditioned if, for, for anybody for anybody that's worked with fiber, right? You, yes. It's just part of it, right? Yeah, you already yeah. know. And so what we've said is, if the only offset to this is that, yeah, we're going to get some of those little burrs on our hands, mm -hmm. right? That's all right. Heck, we'll throw gloves, or we won't, right? Yeah. Because at the back, at it's the end choice. of the day, you know, for those that are still framing with wood, mm -hmm. right? You know, you get you get those little we splinters in, every now and then. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just part of it. But the but the benefits to that, right? The offset yeah. to us having some of those little just fiber birds in us so some people are gonna wear long sleeve product. shirts some people are conditioned they don't do it yeah i know i mean we always just wear long sleeve shirts just <laughs> yeah. for work yeah, just, okay that's just us but we don't wear gloves or anything and i mean and it's very minimal yeah right? unless you're ripping when we rip one of these guys yeah because when i frame with steel i wear long sleeves just because the sparks and the little right, right. the hot little burrs that fall on my arms make yeah. me look uh, like a junkie yeah, we so we have to get yeah, rid of that which half yeah. your audience thinks you look like a junkie already yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Comments. you're just yeah, yeah. fitting them part Whatever. everybody likes your pants man <laughs> yeah pants they love the pants the hair the, the glasses oh, do you buy the my watch. Hot topic, by the way um no no you don't. but i bought this one today at um planet hollywood Look at yeah, that. That's yeah, a dope yeah, black. That's, that's probably nice the best shirt. black Sabbath shirt I've ever seen. That's said, why I buy it. Sorry, you said Planet what? Hollywood. Okay. Oh, mm. is that, do you own Planet that Hollywood resort? Dex. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Didn't even think of that. <laughs> Man. Bitch. Okay, cool. Together. Well, we, we should wrap this thing up and get out here and enjoy the rest of the show. This has been awesome. Like, just seriously, not even just from, like, creating content on the internet, but this is, like, very informative. Love the product. It seems super awesome. I check out the website. Hit them up for samples because I think getting this stuff in your hands is when it really, like, clicks. Yeah. For a lot of people. So thanks very much for uh, giving me the opportunity to help show the world what this product looks like. So yeah, looking and forward for, to seeing it get out. For those there. skeptics, reach on out to us. We'd be glad to share some of the input and some of the feedback. We've worked with it for years now. Yeah, that's awesome. It is definitely that's crazy, great. Yeah. So hit up hit up Hollywood Dex if you have any questions about it too and let them give you some first hand experience. Glad to share some. Awesome. Big okay, time. appreciate it guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. See you guys around next week. Toodaloo. Thanks, Court. Cheers. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening. <laughs>